Steve Lance, your host of the Capitol Report on NTD News. If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of the latest news coming out of the nation's capital and beyond. Congresswoman Liz Cheney says she will not remain a Republican if former President Trump is the GOP's presidential pick in 2024. Here's what she said over the weekend. I'm going to make sure Donald Trump, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure he's not the nominee. And if he is the nominee, I won't be a Republican. Cheney adds that she would be willing to campaign for Democrats to stop GOP nominee Carrie Lake from winning the Arizona gubernatorial race. Lake is an outspoken critic of election fraud. Cheney is on her way out of Congress after she lost the Republican primary in August. She's also one of only two Republicans on the January 6th committee, which will hold its next hearing on Wednesday. The economy is a key issue that will be top of mind to most voters this November. We spoke with a Pennsylvania congressman on the economy. He also weighs in on Pennsylvania's high-stakes Senate race. Here's our conversation. Congressman Guy Richenthaler, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me here. I really appreciate it. Please just call me Guy. Congressman, if you could tell us, what are you hearing uh, from your constituents? What are the biggest issues? By far, the economy, inflation, rising fuel costs, I put all those in an economic category. Most people are asking me about that. Secondly, is people are worried about the crime rate. Not, not only violent crime, but also fentanyl that's killing people, sometimes unintentionally. That's a big concern. So that's, that's a part of it. Also, they just want to have an America that's free. They want to have free speech. They want to be able to talk online and social media without the fear of big tech banning them. They want to make sure that only women can participate in women's sports, for example. And then to another degree, people want a government that's accountable. So we are ready to have oversight investigation. I'm talking rigorous oversight investigation of this administration, bringing to light their bad actions. Congressman, Pennsylvania uh, is a very important state on many levels um, in politics as well. Very fascinating race right now taking place between uh, Fetterman and Dr. Oz. Um, what is your assessment of this race? Dr. Oz will win this race. Uh, he, he is he's right there neck and neck in the polls and the more people learn about how radical Fetterman is this is a guy that released I believe 1200 or so I'm sorry 10,000 inmates when he was the chair of the board of pardons uh, under the Wolf uh, administration this is a guy who wants to release 1200 individuals incarcerated for felony murder second degree murder this is someone who has voted to pardon people that have been convicted of first degree murder that's leading to the rising crime we're seeing especially in downtown areas like Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, that's not going to sit well with the voters. Also, his stance on fracking, being anti-oil and gas development, that doesn't play well in southwestern Pennsylvania. And then lastly, radical claims, like he wants to do, a, do away with private health insurance, that doesn't play well with seniors. He is the most radical candidate running for the U.S. Senate right now, and the more voters learn about that, the less they like him. Touched on a lot of important issues there. I want to get your thoughts on uh, energy as we head into uh, winter. Um, are you concerned? I'm very concerned. I think people are going to have a very hard time paying their bills. I worry about manufacturing sites like where, where we are now at DMI being able to power uh, all, their, all their equipment. It's a big concern. And it's all to blame on Biden and the far-left Democrats. We were a net, net energy exporter under President Trump. Fuel, gas was about $2.25 back in January of 2021. Now costs are out of control. We're reliant on foreign nations for our energy supply. It's inexcusable. We have more natural gas in Pennsylvania than Saudi Arabia has oil. It's an absolute sin that we're not taking advantage of the God-given resources that we have here domestically. Congressman, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. 
there are more signs showing that the recession is getting worse. A key economic gauge from the conference board, a nonpartisan think tank, dropped for the sixth month in a row. Many economy experts have been reluctant to say the economy is in a recession. The conference board said last week that the leading economic index fell by 0.3 percent in August. Their senior director for economics said that this is, quote, potentially signaling a recession. According to figures from Fox News, the value of the stock market has dropped by $7.6 trillion since President Biden took office. Another report by the Heritage Foundation says that Americans have lost the equivalent of $4,200 in annual income under the Biden administration. This is owing to soaring inflation and higher interest rates. Huge multinational companies are expected to release their earnings in the coming weeks, and experts say they could indicate where the U.S. economy is headed. And in this economic downturn, the Federal Reserve continues raising interest rates with hopes of slowing the economy enough to get inflation under control. Congressman Dan Muser serves on the Small Business Committee. I recently caught up with him to get his thoughts. Congressman Dan Muser, thank you so much for joining us. Steve, pleasure to be with you. Congressman, uh, many experts, uh, folks at the Fed, they say we're not in a recession quite yet. Uh, What are your thoughts? Well, if you go by the traditional definition of a recession, we certainly are, with two quarters in a row of uh, negative GDP growth. Um, however, consumer demand continues and unemployment is low. So if they want to continue that argument, so be it. I certainly want to reverse the course that we're on so we don't go into a deep recession. And unfortunately, the Biden administration is going to continue to dig us into further into a hole by continuing the assault on domestic energy, by continuing spending, by increasing taxes, by threatening more taxes, by keeping an open border so taxpayer dollars are just being thrown away as my constituents see it. So we, uh, we really need to reverse course, and frankly, that's why we're here today. The commitment to America is about getting America back on track. Congressman, we're seeing record high inflation. We're at 8, 8.3% right now. The Fed has just raised the interest rate yet again, another three quarters of a percent. Um, where are we going from here? Well, you know, the Fed, of course, is going to in- increase interest rates. That's what they've traditionally done. Jerome Powell seems to be following the Paul Volcker line of, uh, of action, uh, which is, is necessary. But the problem is that the Biden administration is basically countering the actions of the Fed by continuing the spending and continuing the assault on domestic energy, which inflates inflation, if you will, uh, by keeping uh, heating, utility prices, natural gas, as well as gasoline at high prices. I certainly hope Jerome Powell and the Fed um, don't go too far with with these interest rates. Uh, They certainly have enormously reduced quantitative easing or or the stimulus payments. I just hope the White House wakes up and Biden Democrats to work with the Fed rather than against them so we actually bring down inflation. Congressman Dan Muser, thank you. All right, thank you. Lawmakers on Capitol Hill say that the Chinese ambassador to the United States has been approaching them. The ambassador's goal, at least on the surface, appears to be to deflect the Chinese regime's responsibility for the flow of illicit fentanyl into the U.S., One of the lawmakers he approached was Congressman Brad Wenstrup, member of the House Intelligence Committee. Here's what the congressman told us. I recently met with the Chinese ambassador. He reached out, and one of the things he was concerned about is them getting blamed for the fentanyl scourge in the United States of America. 
And he said, we're just selling legal products. And I said, yeah, but those legal products combined are making fentanyl and you're doing nothing to make sure they don't fall into the wrong hands. And I said, I'd be glad to work with you on that. And we'll see if he follows up. The majority of fentanyl and related substances trafficked into the U.S. are originally sourced from China. While the Chinese regime in 2018 pledged to crack down on fentanyl production, experts say little has been done since then. And in August, China stopped cooperating with the U.S. to counter narcotics in retaliation to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. In their recent plan, House Republicans promised to implement strict oversight into China's role in the drug crisis. That is, if they win the House this November. Texas Congressman Michael McCall is the Republican leader of the Foreign Affairs Committee. He also heads the China Task Force. Large part of the Republicans' commitment to America plan, if they win the majority in the upcoming midterms, is to hold China's feet to the flame. We had a chance to ask him about this recently. Well, yeah, I chaired the China Task Force, had a lot of recommendations. Uh, number one is we have, to, we have to break these supply chains out of China and manufacturing in the United States. I mean, this is a great example here in a steel plant in, in Pennsylvania, Washington County, about how we can make things and manufacture in America and not in China. And that's going to be a broad theme of ours is to, to stop uh, this being dependent on China and bring the manufacturing right here to the United States. There are a lot of critical assets like medical, rare earth minerals, semiconductors uh, that we have to do here to protect it. And, um, you know, the other thing that we'll be working very hard on is stop exporting this technology that goes into China's war machine. Good example is a hypersonic that went around the world with precision and landed with precision that can carry a nuclear payload. That was built on the backbone of American technology. So, and this has to stop. And we have to stop exporting this technology to China. We can do that under the Export Control Act. That's my committee. Uh, we can also stop capital flows into China that lift up their economy, economy but also go into their military. Uh, for God's sakes, the United States of America should not be arming China. Congressman, your uh, colleague Whip, uh, Steve Scalise, uh, said that it's still very important to uh, follow up on China in terms of the origins of the virus. Uh, tell us about what you guys will do on that front. Well, you know, I, um, I released my origins of COVID-19 report out of the Foreign Affairs Committee. It was very damaging that it was a, it was a uh, modified, genetic modified virus that came out of the Wuhan lab. It was a very careless, it was at a, a level two facility, not four. We believe it leaked out of the lab. When we look at the satellite imagery, everything was going on in, like in September of that year, um, that we feel very confident it came out of the lab. And, and the fact is, a lot of, some of this was actually invested and paid for uh, by the American taxpayer from the NIH on a joint project, which makes it even more egregious. Uh, we need to get to the bottom of that to make sure it never happens again. And then we need to look at how can China uh, pay for all the damage it's done. The CCP's uh, top officials, um, specifically the ambassador uh, to the United States, is already reaching out to members of the uh, Republicans on the Intel Committee. Um, how important is it and what's your message uh, to China when they're trying to uh, message this way? It's propaganda. Uh, they don't talk to me for obvious reasons, uh, but it's, it's all propaganda. <clears throat> it's all based on deceit and lies. Uh, if they were serious, you know, they, they would stop uh, 
stealing our technology, our intellectual property. You know, the Houston consulate shut down for a reason. In my home state, they were stealing from the Texas Medical Center. Um, you know, they had, they had vials of DNA evidence they were gonna send back. And another professor, NASA data, they were stealing to send back to the mothership. Espionage is on the rise, and yet this administration shut down the China initiative to prosecute espionage. But you know what? Those cases haven't gone away, but why would they shut down the China initiative? Uh, and this is the enemy within. And we see it through the Thousand Talents program, like what we saw Texas Medical Center, but also just the outright espionage that takes place. Carson, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and a review as it really goes a long way in helping us spread the truth. Until next time, I'm your host, Steve Lance at NTD, and we'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.